get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 227 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yeah, buddy. Um, that was a good show back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> do, do, uh, do you remember any of the characters' names from 227? Yeah, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. I used to know the the, the, the teenager dude name. Uh, damn, why can't I think of his name? Um. So you I had Mary, remember. you had Sandra, who was Jack A. Okay, that's the one I was like, who was uh, who was Jackie Harris or Jack A or whatever the fuck? Yeah, you had Brenda, uh, who was Regina King. Uh, you had uh, Lester Jenkins, who was uh, Regina King's dad. Is that his real name? Or was that his name? That was the name on the show. Name on the show. His name was his real name oh, is okay. Hal Hal Williams. Oh, okay. I'm like, that name sounds familiar, but I feel like I shouldn't know that actor's name. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have known uh, Hal Williams if you would have. Uh, I, I definitely would have known that. Um, then you had Calvin. That was uh, the, the the teenager. Okay. The dude. Um, and um, what was what was the oh oh Helen? No, Pearl. Oh, that was the old lady. That was the old lady, Pearl. And I think it was somebody else on here too. That was uh, I had to. I clicked on IMDb, but I was looking on a. It was uh Paul Winfield. Because he was Julian on there. Do you remember who Paul Winfield is? I know who Paul Winfield is, but I don't remember that character. I vaguely remember him on there. Uh. But I do remember uh, Travis, who was uh, Stony Jackson. He was one of them. Oh, well, he was one of them uh, black actors in like the eighties and nineties. Uh, I don't know what Stony Jackson did that would be memorable, though. Um, I'm looking through his uh, his IMDb. Of course, two two seven. Um, he played in the movie The Fan. Remember uh, Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes? Yeah, I never saw it though. Uh, I don't. I think I seen. It, I don't remember. He played in Angels in the Outfield. Like it was these weird as like, uh, um, random. I shouldn't say weird, but just random shows. Uh, he played in Roller Boogie. That was in seventy nine. He must have been a kid. But yeah, anyway. So yeah, episode 227. And this is uh our anniversary week for the podcast. So we are officially six years old and not a day famous than the first day we fucking started. <laughs> not a single day famous, sir. Not a single day famous, sir. So it was like, uh 2014 was a cool year. Uh like we've talked, you know, every time we've mentioned this, you know, for me you know, three monumental things was, you know, the podcast, the uh, Detroit Cigar Club, and then I got married. So that was a hell of a, hell of a year. 
Conversely, 2020 has been a shit show. <laughs> Dude, 2020 has been the shittest show of shit shows. <laughs> like the shittest show. Man. Um, on a on a decent note, Michigan COVID numbers are better, meaning they're not increasing as fast as they were before. I mean, be like on a decent note, today yeah. I didn't have to use my AK. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> T- t- today I was actually out in public and no white man actually jumped out of a pickup and shot me. So, you know, for that, I'm fucking grateful. Um, but we won't get to series just yet. Um, <laughs> so I, I seen a stat today, some stats on, um, for Southeast Michigan, which were included, uh, COVID patients down 63% since April 12th, critical care patients down 55%. Patients on ventilators now 57% and blah, 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 blah. And then I see there's a, a, a Twitter website called uh, COVID-19 tracking. And mm-hmm. I think it's housed by the Atlantic. And so it's, it's not verified, but it has 183,000 followers. And I would imagine that the information they're posting is pretty accurate just because I guess couldn't see no one getting that far posting bullshit, but you never know. But they did a tweet saying it's worth zooming in on on one state stat story. Michigan, a few weeks ago, looked like it might turn into another New York. Deaths were rising rapidly, peaking at over 200 per day. Now the deaths are slowly dec- declining. The testing is up, but newly discovered cases are falling. So that's a good thing. If cases are actually up, and you know, um, I'm sorry, if testing is up. And we're not finding more cases. That's actually a good thing. But we're not out the woods. Yeah. But it's just the way I seen people at parks this weekend, though, shit. <laughs> um, it's either the, the COVID is not really prevalent in our hoods anymore or, you know, we just waiting to see some people fucking die off. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this shit been nuts, man. I went to get an oil change today. And I was uh, – initially, my dealership hit me up saying that they would – they were coming to pick up cars to do service and stuff like that. I didn't think they were doing it for the oil change, but I was like, I'll try it. But the the normal dealership I go to was booked until like the end of fucking May or some shit. So I called the one I in Novi that I would um I went to before and they, they had an opening today. So I went out there and I didn't even think about it. I'm like, they're probably too far for them for them to come pick up my car. But anyways, so I'm I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work. Are they going to be housing people inside? Are they making anybody stand outside and shit? So, of course, everyone has on masks. So I put on my mask. I get out. You know, he asked me if I stand. I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, you can chill in the uh, waiting room. And I'm just like, fuck, who the fuck want to be in a room with people and shit? So I go in there. <laughs> that's that's me before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right. You just, you just keep going. I got to be in a room energy. with people. <laughs> like, people. Fuck people. Uh, but I can always, you know, I usually, when I, when I go to get an oil change, I always come prepared. I got my headphones, I got my tablet. I'm totally mm-hmm. zoning motherfuckers out. Like I don't want to have to talk to people. So I go in there and it's like four people in there. It's a room that probably seats maybe 15 people, mm-hmm. but it's four people in about four people in there. And it's every other, every two seats are taped off. So that many people couldn't sit in there anyway. Okay. Um, so I looked in there for a minute. I'm like, uh, it was one more. It was, if it was one person there, I'm just like, this is one more than I want to be involved with. So I just took, they got a, they usually have snacks and coffee and all this shit you can get. And they got just bottled waters. 
So I just grabbed a couple of bottles of water. I just sat outside. I was like, I don't even want to be in here with nobody. So <laughs> they got seats outside. So I stayed outside for about an hour, and uh, that was it. But that was just weird, man. It just, you know, that first place I had been in the public, that wasn't like me going to get something to eat or going to, you know, Home Depot or the grocery store. You know, just so just kind of crazy just to see how life is kind of going to be now and shit. Um, so, but that was in, uneventful for the most part. There's a couple of white guys that came out and I say white, pe- white people because it seemed like more white people are less afraid of this shit. So they just out with no mask dude trying to talk to me. He was like six feet away, but it seemed like he's about to come close and I was just about to put on my mask. I'm like, I ain't, I'm just like, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this to you, brother, but you need to move your ass away from me. <laughs> like you need to stay six feet away. But yeah, you know, he moved away, <laughs> but it was cool. That's crazy, man. Uh, yeah. That, that'd be, I don't know how I would handle that. Like if I'm trying to chill and somebody gets uncomfortably close, like, so you're just going to sit in the chair right next to me. You're just going to cough COVID everywhere. Like just fuck it. Like, yeah, I was, it was a guy, I was on a bench. And so it was a guy that came and sat on the bench and I'm on the far end of the bench. So it's probably six feet away if he's on the other end. And, he, you know, small talk is, everything small talk now just seems to be COVID related. You know, somebody said, hey, how you doing? All right. Yeah, just, you know, ready to get back to normal. I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's not even the weather no more. It's just COVID <laughs> shit. Yeah. Talk about uh, the new normal. Like that—that'd be the craziest new normal ever, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, man, when I, you have I, to have uncomfortable silence. They used to talk about the weather. Now they just talk about, yeah, my uncle died from COVID last week. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I think that's what it's gonna be. I—I I, I tweeted that too. I'm like, that's the the, the new uh, silence breaker. Just gonna be talking about COVID shit now. I'm like, I don't want to talk to strangers. I just don't want to talk to anybody. I just, you know, if I could navigate through services where I could just give my card and you just do whatever service you're going to have and I could pay and leave. Works for me. So, yeah, so that was, like I say, uneventful uh, that I picked up some food and, you know, like what's crazy now is that every place that you can go, well, a lot of places, I I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings out out that way and picked up some food and now all of the windows have like you know inside have those like big ass glass walls and shit like the hood knew what we were doing when we put plexiglass (laughs) up years ago we were prepared for this shit like that's why we did it it wasn't to stop from getting shot in the face it was the covid (laughs) it was covid we knew we knew it was gonna we knew it was gonna come in 30 years yeah we we, we was up for that the county i just had this shit on lock way before (laughs) y'all Cody's been ready for 20 years. I'll trust them Chinese motherfuckers. Something going to happen over here one day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He put this glass up. Yeah, remember? I think I told. Didn't I tell you that my wife was confused on why there was so many places? Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Now no one's confused. Everybody gets it now. Everybody's cool with it now. Like I don't want to go to Popeyes. I don't know how to work that window thing they got. Where they be spinning it around and shit. <laughs> Dude, some places still got the old one where it's like the, it's like the glow, the circle, and you had that bar and you push in, you put your money in, and it turns. It's yeah. a it's a it's a Coney Island over on uh, what's that Plymouth and Evergreen, and they still had that old ass turn thing. Man, the, I, I, you you can see the old one at pretty much damn near any Popeyes in the hood. They probably still got that. But do you remember the one? Um, 
like the ticket spots will have it like that big that had that big ass drawer <laughs> yep. push that big ass drawer out <laughs> i think uh uh yeah i it, no, i think what's the what's the ticket uh fuck uh jays oh captain jays i think they have one of those the one on uh four no, i'm sorry four on warren i think they have one of those big ass trays yeah, if I saw one with the big drawer, I might have to take a picture, dog. Like, man, y'all ain't upgraded this building in a smooth 35 years. <laughs> I think that's the same one. Well, I know the uh, the pharmacy uh, Walgreens over on Joy Road, they got that big-ass tray that, that, that slides out and stuff. I'm like, how much – like, how big can prescriptions be? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a goddamn ventilator. <laughs> yeah, like, are you getting a – yeah, that thing is, I think it's probably about two feet – two and a half feet wide. Like, I don't know what you're getting out of that, dog. And it's a little bar that you sit your card on so it won't fly out. Like, this thing is way too big. Like, you're putting babies through this bitch or something, dog. <laughs> yeah, it, it's way, way, way too much, dog. But, yeah, that's how shit's going to be. But, uh, yeah, so that was my weird, weird interaction um, for today. Um, so... Just waiting to get this word on fucking work, dude. Like I, we was talking earlier, I, I just don't want to work no more. I just not at all. <laughs> like I'll tell, I tell my wife, she's like, "What going back in?" I'm like, "No, just work." Like I don't want to do it anymore. Like I'm over it. <laughs> I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> like, like what? You over the people? You over the job? No, I'm just over work, nigga. Like, I'm, I'm just, just over. It. I'm just over the whole work thing, dude. Like you know. <laughs> Like just having to go somewhere and do work, do stuff for people, and they have to pay me. Like, I don't want to do that shit, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I just don't want to. So it's been a what a month and fuck, month and two weeks or something now or some crazy shit. It's been almost two months for me. I mean, I think I I got sent home on March 11th. Oh yeah, so you were early, and um, I got sent home uh, March 20th. March 20th is when I got sent home, <clears throat> but shit, I was happy shit. They, uh, you know, so I, the first two weeks I was on partial, I mean, I was on full pay for the last, mm-hmm. last two weeks of my uh, pay period. And then they put us on, I get paid 15 and the 30th. So then for my f- check for the 15th, they put us on partial pay, which is like 75%. And then they brought it back up. Actually, I thought they were going to have it for the whole month of uh, April, but actually brought our pay back up the end of April. So we ended up getting a full check. Um, so been back to Damn. full pay. So I'm like, that's good shit. I, I didn't expect it either because they didn't tell us beforehand before they did it. I just checked my, my account and I was expecting to have, you know, 25% less money. I was like, oh shit. Like yeah, is this a mistake? Up. I'm gonna have to go pay this shit back or something. Uh, <laughs> is this a mistake where I'm gonna have to go right. buy extra stuff now? <laughs> right. I'm not paying shit back. I'm paying shit back. I'm about to spend this shit and be out. So yeah, that was kind of cool. So just trying to figure out, man. I just I'm I'm hoping they give us some plans to potentially work from home. I just don't see myself being in a in in a place with a fucking mask on all fucking day at a desk. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. So they need to really really communicate and figure out what they want to do. Uh, so we'll see. But you've been working, uh, you know, uh, at home this whole time. Do you mm-hmm. feel like they would potentially allow people to work full time from home? Saying that it's been working? I think I think they w- there will be more people who will be allowed to do that. I don't expect to be able to do that. 
but I also I also probably I don't really expect to be back probably till like August. Oh, honestly. Wow. Yeah. Like they said we had a, a meeting update earlier this week where they were just like um well for one they pushed our start they pushed our return ba- date back to June, but then they were like uh we might start bringing people back in waves like some people start coming back in June, some in July, some in August. And it might even then it might not be like your back back, but like by August you might have worked like a couple days in the office a month or something like that. Like it's like it might not even be like a permanent thing where it's like, okay, I'm back in the office for good. Just like be back in the office sometimes. Hmm. And I'm good with that because like I I value having a work from home day just a day. Right. So like if I don't go back to the office for the first time until August, I'm I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> like, nah, that's like, fucking awesome shit. Yeah, you gave me five months at home. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I would even consider, you know, even if I had, you know, every other day or something where you know was broken up to keep so many people from being in the same fucking shared space. You know, that's my bigger concern: just shared space for motherfuckers that I don't know where you guys have been, or what kind of you know distancing you're you're doing. Um, you know, are you a carrier of this shit or are you not, you know? So, um, have you guys seen, uh, aside from, uh, um, uh, work related or whatever, have you seen any other extended family? No. Um, I've only seen, I've seen my mom maybe twice and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't, ain't seen nobody else in person. We've done a whole lot of uh, like video calls, though. Yeah, I seen my. Uh, we finally got a chance to see my nephew on my uh, my sister's son and stuff. We went in, and I think we kind of under the assumption, you know, we've we've been practicing good, you know, distancing, not been around other people. They haven't been around other people, so. It's like we still don't feel like it was totally safe, but it's like I was in the house with a fucking mask on and shit, you know, just to greet. I won't even hug them or no shit like that. But, you know, I don't know when it's considered safe to really engage with just your family. You know, it's just it's I just don't I don't have a real solid answer on if that's the right or wrong thing to do or when is it the right time? Yeah, I think it's just one of the things like, OK, are they healthy? Uh, they come in, they wear a mask or something like that. It probably don't matter. I, I mean, I don't know, but I've seen like, yeah, as I said, I've seen my mom like once or twice. I'm not even positive if I've seen her twice. I know at least once when she brought the mask over. Um, and I feel like maybe one other time, but I'm not even sure about that. But I'll probably have her come over on Mother's Day, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Um, are you doing anything cool uh, for your mom's Mother's Day? Uh, we'll probably We'll probably make a brunch or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, I got I got a gift that I can't divulge because I got my wife the same thing and she's caught up on the podcast. So okay, she'll okay. probably end up listening to this before Sunday. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, I got my got my mom's gift. I basically just got her. Uh, I got her a tablet because she's a she's become like an avid uh, Kindle reader, and I got her a Kindle year one of the early Kindles that was just like black and white. She got that years ago, but I think mm-hmm. it's broke or some shit. So she's an avid uh, Kindle reader, but she reads on her phone. So I ended up getting her uh, a, a decent sized tablet so she could start doing that. So I got her that. And then um, I, cause I, I guess I talked to my wife because she don't listen. 
Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I always joke with her every year because I'm like, you know, you ain't my mama. And I, but she always says, she's like, I know I ain't your mama, but I should get something. So I didn't, she just wanted this, this Yeti coffee mug or something. So I got her that and I'm just waiting to get to stuff, get her for her birthday because her birthday is at the end of the month. Um, and we were supposed to be in fucking Hawaii, but you know, that shit's kiboshed. So yeah. she, uh, she made mention of some, something from Tiffany, some kind of jewelry or something. So, um, I just need to figure out what that is and figure that out for, uh, for her birthday. But yeah, I think we'll have a mama. We'll probably barbecue or do something depending on how the weather is or something. And, you know, that'll probably be it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yep. Yep. So you're caught up on, uh, what was that five episode five and six of, uh, the last dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched episode five, the night it aired, but not when it aired just that same night, like maybe like at 11 o'clock or something. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I watched episode six the next morning. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so I, I, I was waiting on this episode to find out when they were going to, you know, uh, talk about the Olympics and Isaiah snub and stuff. And I think the thing that bugs me about Jordan about this whole thing is that I just wish he wouldn't fake the funk on why, uh, Isaiah didn't make the Olympic team. Like, yeah, <laughs> just be honest. Like I played a part in him not making it to the fucking team. You know, I didn't want him on the team. Just say I didn't want him on the team. And, you know, but he just made all these, you know, uh, weird comments about it. And I think he said somehow they were saying, uh, what was it? Uh, such, such and such won't be here. And they didn't say who it was or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, he then, said something like, who all playing? Who all play? Right, right. Something like, like that. the guy yeah. you're asking about ain't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I tweeted that, you know, and no matter what, no one can tell me. There's no um, – no way can anybody convince me that Jordan didn't have a lot to do with that. And, you know, right, right after I tweeted that, cause it was kind of like real time when it, the episode was on, that's when they did this. They said something about uh, other players, not feeling uh, Isaiah as well and shit like that. And true or not, whatever the case, but no one on that whole fucking team had not nearly the the pull that Jordan had to do some shit like that. Yeah, if if Carl Malone says I'm not gonna play if Isaiah Thomas plays, eh, they might they're probably gonna talk about it. Like, uh, yeah, well, we'll see. Like, are we gonna trade out Carl Malone for Isaiah Thomas? I don't know. Blah blah blah. But if Michael Jordan says I'm not gonna play if Isaiah Thomas plays, then Isaiah Thomas ain't going. And, and, <laughs> so, and that's what it was. And he was not fucking there. So. And the only other people that could possibly have that kind of clout is Magic and Larry Bird. And I don't really see either one of them saying that. Nope. Nope. Not at all. I mean, there could have been some strife between them or whatever, but I don't think that ever would have came, came to that point. Um, Larry Bird don't strike me as that petty and magic. Magic don't strike me as that petty either. But even if he had some beef with Isaiah, and I think he did a little bit later, like, that man kissed you after you said you had AIDS back when everybody thought that if somebody had AIDS, if you, if you went anywhere near him, he was going to get it. And that ain't love. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Cause boy, that was, man, can you think, can you imagine if that kiss happened in Twitter time? Man, (laughs) 
that would have blew Twitter the fuck up. <laughs> Social media. This nigga been, got AIDS. It would have been all kind of. It been all kind of memes and shit. And man, it would have been nuts. So yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I just thought they man, still like, they still make memes about magic. Talk about they only go take coronavirus advice from somebody who beat another virus. <laughs> <laughs> I I seen that. Like finally, an ex, this is a, like finally an expert weighs in or something like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then somebody, I think some, it was something about him wearing a mask or something like that. It's like, now nah, you want to cover up or something. It was something <laughs> weird like that. I was like, y'all cutthroat, bro. Straight cutthroat. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, like, I don't understand why, I don't understand why people don't own their shit after all this time, especially Michael Jordan, because like, there's no, uh, there's no mistaking Michael Jordan's reputation as far as like who he was like, so you could look at it like, okay, yeah, Michael Jordan, best, best, best basketball player ever. Right. Oh, uh, he's the best to ever be in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's the shit. But every, nobody denies that he was an asshole. Like his own kids say he was an asshole. His like, own fucking kids. Everybody say he was an asshole. So it's not like if Michael Jordan goes on, uh, goes on ESPN almost 30 years later and says, yeah, you know what? I did. I did do that shit. I didn't want Isaiah on that team. Fuck Isaiah. Ain't nobody going to be surprised. Like, oh, shit. Oh. I used to think Jordan was so nice. This just blew my, blew my mind. Like, no one's going to say that shit. They're going to be like, all right, I knew it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, shit. You, I mean, he might get some of my respect. Like, thank you for keeping it 100. Like, you've been on camera saying you still hate that guy to this day. Like, I mean, that's not – if that ain't some strange, you know uh, – uh, stronghold on some feelings, you know, to in 2020. And, and when was that? 88, 89? When, oh, you that know, was 92. Lot... Oh, wait, you mean the Olympics or you mean the Olympics? Is oh, Olympics. I'm sorry. Yeah. Olympics. 92. But I'm saying, yeah. So between them, I mean, those are the years where, you know, his, his, you know, his gripes and shit started, you know, getting beat the fuck up and shit. But yeah, with 92, and you, you were still holding that, you know, yeah, he definitely was. You think ninety two? They walked the they walked off the court on the Bulls in ninety one. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you mean to tell me they walked off the court on you and you didn't keep him off the Olympic squad? But thirty years later, you still talking about he an asshole for walking off the court on you? So you still mad about the walking off the court shit? Thirty well twenty nine years later, and do you expect me to believe that you didn't keep him off the uh, Olympic team the next year? <laughs> Fuck out of hey, here! Come on, dog. dude. <laughs> Just keep it real, man. Like everybody know you's an asshole. Yeah, so I just, and if you I just got a gambling just, problem. Right. <laughs> that was, that was the funniest part to me, dog. Like this nigga swear, dog. I ain't got no gambling problem. This nigga was betting on everything. Dog. Everything. And he's talking about he didn't have a betting problem, a gambling problem. He had a competitive problem. Yeah. He's talking about he didn't have a gambling problem. He was trying to take money from Bill Winnington. <laughs> That nigga had a forty dollar contract. He was like, "We playing quarter hands." And Michael Jordan walk up like, He's "Like I just hey, want your money. I just want your pocket. money in my pocket." Like, damn, dog. Why are you such a piece of shit? Dog? Like Bill uh, Winnington just trying to like have enough money to afford ramen noodles and shit. Right. They up there like, playing. They were over there playing pinochle for dollar hands, and and he want to come up there to get some of that action just to get you know, man. Yeah, that's a problem, dog. Just what because did he say, you, what do you say they was playing for? What Jordan and Pippen and them was playing for? Was he say a thousand dollar hands, a hundred dollar hands? I think I, he said thousand dollar hands. I think he said thousand, hundred or thousand, but that was that's some pretty shit. Pippen probably should have shut the fuck up. 
Shit, as bad as his contract <laughs> bitching, was. Right. bitching about his contract playing thousand dollar hands of poker right. yeah he definitely should have fucking uh be the hell quiet or been the hell quiet but yeah that that was weird i mean you got a pro i mean you didn't get to the point of blowing all your money but you had a lot of fucking money to blow but Man, every clip they played of Michael Jordan golf, and he was talking about how much money he somebody owed him on after he made a putt. <laughs> That's forty dollars right there. That's forty dollars. Like, damn, you keeping tabs? Like he had like this running tab, this running Excel sheet in his head for all of these motherfuckers <laughs> and how much money they owed him and shit. He had like, that uh, he had that pager that uh, Kelly Rowland had that yeah. Destiny Child video <laughs> Excel Dude, sheet in it. How, how is she texting somebody through an Excel sheet though, dog? What the fuck? I don't know why they didn't get blown up when it did, dog. <laughs> fucking Excel sheet. Texting texting Nelly. Oh, that was a yeah, that was right. That was I said Desi Child. That wasn't a Nelly. It was just it was just yeah, her and uh, her and Nelly. Kelly on the yeah. Fucking retarded. Uh I would say um Why is your why is your text and sale G fifty two? I think because that came out like years later. Somebody's talking like bloopers and videos or something, and they showed that damn shit. Like, wow. I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know how that how that was possible. I had a two way pager. Yeah, I did, did too. I didn't, didn't have Excel, it didn't have Excel on it. I tell you that much. <laughs> there was it didn't have not a damn spreadsheet capability on that fucking. Hell no, it no. was just text message. That was it. Fucking text message. The best thing about a two-way pager was that you didn't have to push a certain number button several times to choose a letter. Nope, they had the full QWERTY keyboard or whatever. Full, yep, yep, the full keyboard on there. You could just type your words out. Man, Kelly Rowland, that goddamn Excel. That's that shit Michael Jordan had. Forty dollars in my pocket. He put Dang. that shit in my online ledger. And then he was, uh, well, then he was golfing with the uh, with the black guy with the, with the Jerry curl. What is uh, he end up owing money or two or some shit like that? Yeah, he had some strange name, like Shorty or something like that. <laughs> I thought it was like Hooch or some some weird shit. Yeah, some weird name. But yeah. Um. So that was the first episode. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on the second episode of that. Uh. I'm kind of I'm kind of drawing a blank on both at this point, just because they kind of run together. I think the second episode was one where they talked a lot about um, their playoff rivalry with the Knicks, which was what because you know they're talking about the same kind of intensity that the that the Pistons had that the Knicks had the Knicks had as far as defense, but they're calling you know the Knicks just tough team, but they're they're referring to Detroit as fucking dirty and shit. Like mm-hmm. that's just whack as fuck. Like just keep keep it real. If if Detroit was dirty, the Knicks was doing the same fucking shit. The Side same note. shit. Side note, did, like, did you ever feel like John Starks actually dunked on Michael Jordan? Like that seemed like such a reach. Like no, Jordan was he like was, he was kind of there, but it wasn't. Like, I didn't ever think there, that was a real, but like that's not dunking on somebody. Like it, it was a dope dunk. It was a dope sure. dunk. It and he dunked hella- on somebody. I can't remember who it was. There was somebody that was right there, but no, it wasn't it was, Michael Jordan. It was a hell of a dunk. It was a hell of a dunk, but it, I, I never thought that was on, on Jordan though. No, nah, yeah. that was a hell of a dunk though. But yeah, that was, a, um, that was a fun, uh, fun episode to watch. Cause like the later they move, the more I remember. So like, talking about 
the stuff with the Pistons, it's like I remember it, but like I don't remember it well because mm-hmm. I was still a kid. And like a lot of my memories from that series too come from the series against the Bulls in uh, 89 kind of comes from the um, the DVD set that I have. So like I have a DVD set of the whole Eastern Conference Finals and the NBA Finals from that year. So like, you know, I, I've seen it like that too. And, you know, it's, it's still, it's like I remember it, but I don't remember it like vividly. But like when they played the Knicks, like back in like the, like the early slash mid nineties, like that was when I was heavy into basketball, heavy, heavy. Cause like, I mean, I was heavy into it when the Pistons were winning, but then like after, like around that time, the Pistons started losing, but I was still watching all the time. And then I was watching the double headers on TNT all the time. Like I was, mm-hmm. man, I was all, I was all NBA at that time, man. Fucking uh, double headers, man. Yeah. That's, that was like, that was one of my favorite points in life, man. Cause I was, I was old enough to stay up late and old enough to um, like actually remember the games and like know really well what's going on and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I would watch those double headers and that's how I've seen Shawshank Redemption 8 million times because it would always come on after the double headers and so was Scarface. (laughs) So yeah, good times. But yeah, that episode, like that, those two episodes were less interesting to me uh, in regard to the uh, basketball piece, but like the the stuff about the gambling was <laughs> was just hilarious to me, and um, yeah, and the stuff about the dream team and all that. Yeah, I, I, it was one point t- I was just like Tony Kukoc stuff. No, the Tony Kukoc. I uh, I swear <laughs> Tony Kukoc was looking like Liam Nielsen to me and shit when he was older. <laughs> like he just like he's about to go get up and go find his daughter who was taken somewhere. And shit. <laughs> Man, like I was telling my wife, I was. Like, man, Jordan is just so unbelievably petty. Like, he he honed in on Tony Kukoc for no reason other than people were talking about Cody Kuko- Tony Kukoc going into the Olympics. Like, oh, yeah, Tony Kukoc, that's that guy that the Bulls drafted. He's on Croatia, Croatia hype. Tony Kukoc, Tony Kukoc. And Jordan's like, oh, y'all going to talk about Tony Kukoc? Only me and Scotty guard him. We about to fuck him up. Like, okay, damn, man. Yeah, that was like, petty. Every- and there was something else too that was where like where like his motivation was somebody oh it was Dan Marley saying something crazy about him. It was Dan Marley. What did Dan Marley say? I must have missed that. I remember seeing Dan no, Marley in there. Dan Marley was when they were playing the Suns, and it was something that uh, Kraus thought he was a good player. It was something just, just as simple as that. <laughs> and oh, you know, oh, when he said he was, he was mad that uh, Charles Barkley won MVP that year. He's like, I yeah, he's won. mad. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> God damn. But, but it seemed like MVPs he, you got. But then he just it's, it. He took everything personal, and then it was just crazy that he actually succeeded every time he did it. Like when you know they 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 did the the full practice, and Magic was like, "You got to turn to Jordan and win this game." And he just you know it's like he took all of those things so personal. I mean, it turned out you know. It, he won as a result of a lot of stuff, but you know, he took everything so fucking personal. I'm just mad that nigga was draft snitching like two times an episode. Man, like he told oh. everybody, <laughs> like, they was up there doing lines and shit. I wasn't doing it though, but it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, you was. Uh, random, uh, but in the same subject. Uh. Shout out to fucking NBA NBA inside stuff. I just randomly thought about that as far as stuff I watched as a kid. I fucking love to wake up Saturday to watch that shit, dog. Yeah, that was my too. favorite fucking show, NBA related show on TV. 
Yeah, I had a favorite clip from NBA Inside stuff. It was um, it was an interview they did with Sean Kemp, and it wasn't even like there's nothing the, there's nothing about the interview where I'm just like, oh yeah, this happened, blah blah blah. But I remember like me and my friends used to talk about that interview all the time because we just thought Sean Kemp was funny as hell. I might have, if you find a clip of that, send it to me because I I'm just curious. Uh, I haven't man, I still I just loved every part of that show from just the interviews, just the it. Was, and I just thought uh, Ma Rashad was just the coolest fucking dude on TV and shit. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. And then I also like, too, that uh, I, th- I thought this was interesting just from a fan perspective. But the fact that Charles was saying, Charles Barkley, he was saying that um, in that series, there was like a game where he was like, I was not going to let us lose. And they ended up winning in like triple overtime. Oh, and yeah. then the next game, um, like Jordan like went crazy or something like that. And and Barkley said something like, that was the first time in my life that I felt that there was a better basketball player on the earth than earth than me. I was like, damn. <laughs> that has That's to be crazy. a that has to be a crazy feeling, man. Like just knowing that, you know, you've been so good and then you just like, Yeah, I just I'm just not good as this person. <laughs> yeah, like you just gotta be humble. Like, yeah, he's just better than me. And yeah. if you're somebody who at that time could not be told or convinced that you were not the best player in the NBA. And for you to have to come to that realization, not you feeling like I'm the best player in the NBA and other people are going Jordan better than you, Jordan better than you. You come to that realization, like, God damn it. Jordan's better than me. <laughs> yeah, he just better shit. I don't know, man. I kind of wish that guy would have won at least one chip. Uh, like Barkley. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I felt like he gets shitted on from which I don't think a lot of those opinion matters, but you know, he gets, shit it on for for not winning when you know there are lesser players that have won and they get you know more accolades but they were not even you know as decent as a player as he was and shit yeah and also too like when you think of all the top players like if you if you say like name the best players to never win a championship the first if you were to ask me that the first three names that would come to mind would be Patrick Ewing Charles Barkley Carl Malone, John Stockton, all of them lost because of Jordan. <laughs> like, yeah. So any other, any other team makes the finals in the year, in those times or, well, not in New York's case, but like, <clears throat> cause, but any other team, those guys might've won a championship if they played in any other time. Mm-hmm. But I was going to, it it's funny. I would have added probably those players and the only person I would go at, but he didn't, wasn't in that time. Well, I think <clears throat> Did did Iverson crossover in the Jordan era? He did early in his career, mm-hmm. or early in his career, late in Jordan's career. That was the yeah. only, that was the only person I was going to add when I think of players, uh, great players that didn't win. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. Did, did did Dan Marley ever win a championship? I don't think so. I mean, I I don't know if he played with anybody other than Phoenix off the top of my head. I mean, I well. I, I know he did, but I don't. I don't recall him having like a stint on a team that was successful. But and I, I only remember him from Phoenix. I think he played on like, ah, uh, fuck, like maybe like before that. I feel like he. I want to say Seattle. I'm not sure, but like I, I don't, I don't remember him ever being on a. Like I feel like most of his career was with Phoenix. So, no. yeah, most of it was. <laughs> I'm looking at his wiki. Most of it was. He, uh, okay, it was 88 to 95. Then he went to Cleveland for a minute. Then he was with Miami. For a good stint, for like I think four, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah, and then he went back to Phoenix for a year, but yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he won one. 
Not if he oh, was on any of them teams. Oh fuck! I didn't really, I didn't notice. You know that he was a. Uh... Oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. That like the man. Is that fucking Dan Marley? Man, this picture looks weird. I didn't think they look. Anyway, um, he was born and uh, raised in Traverse City and went to Central Michigan. I don't know why I didn't. I don't feel like I didn't know this. That sounds familiar to me. I, if if somebody asked me that, like where did he go, I wouldn't have said it. But now that you say it, it sounds vaguely familiar the Traverse city part sounds more familiar than central michigan honestly no nah, for me the central michigan part sounds more familiar but yeah i, I don't know why that, that doesn't uh ring a bell for me but yeah i wonder if you go to Traverse city if there's a home of dan marley sign <laughs> well i've been there a few times in the last few years and i've never seen anything that, that noted he he lived there <laughs> that's a goddamn travesty <laughs> they don't recognize goddamn thunder dan he no, came from there. Fucking, I, and it's funny you say Thunder Dan, because that was one of the nicknames it was showing, and I forgot about the <laughs> Thunder Dan nickname. I, li- I always liked Dan Marley because I thought he was a creative dunker because I don't think he could palm the basketball. So he would always have to, like, kind of, like, shift his hand under it and then kind of, like, move it up. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, think he yeah. could just palm it. <laughs> so he always he always had a very distinct dunking style. So I always thought that was funny. Do you ever wonder why not? Well, for, for this episode, um, for the last dance, um, and it, it's still early, so we still got a few episodes left. But I always wonder why they never, at, at this point, interviewed Clyde Drexler. Like, were they, were him and Jordan beefed out or some shit? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe he just didn't want to be interviewed for it. I, I, at least a lot of people they've interviewed are people who I've kind of like who have kind of remained in the spotlight to some degree. Not the spotlight. That's a little bit extreme, but they've been around. I mean, just around. Like seeing, yeah. I I haven't seen Clyde Drexler in I don't even know how long. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, I can't remember the last time I've seen him or anything. Uh, <laughs> did you see did you see that he was 30 years old when they played? Bruh, looking, that's looking what made a smooth me, 45. <laughs> that's what made me bring him up because I had that thought of that that scene. Like he looked old as fuck. Like, people always, uh, you know, saying black don't crack, man. Black was cracking, dog, because he was looking old as fuck. That whole team was old-looking people. Terry Porter looked old. Even Cliff Robinson as a rookie looked old. <laughs> like, Cliff Robinson was old as fuck when he played for the Pistons, and he was a rookie. Damn, I forgot uh, about Cliff Robinson playing for the Pistons. Yeah, Cliff Robinson was a rookie when the Pistons played Portland in '90 in 1990 and then he ended up playing for the Pistons and like that was fairly late in their run that was like uh was he on like the 2005 team uh he was on he was on one of those like teams in the 2000s he was on one of them teams but he looked old when he was a rookie he's just the old face he's the old face dude man him Terry Porter Clyde Drexler all them dudes just had old faces yeah because I'm I'm looking at uh James Worthy too so you had Sam Bowie, dry, uh, Kevin Duckworth was probably looking old as fuck. He was an old looking dude too. Uh, Jerome Kersey, I believe he was looking. He old. was an old looking dude. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah, uh, people just not in the spotlight. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about Kevin Duckworth. I don't even know. I'm assuming he's still alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. That'd be a oh, weird no. ESPN I notification. Think, no, I think he passed. No, he did pass. No wonder. Well, maybe oh. so. That was a real insensitive moment, Otis. Yeah, he did pass. <laughs> he passed in 08. 
Huh. I don't remember that. I mean, he probably, I mean, he wasn't popping enough to be like a, <laughs> like a big ESPN headline or something like, I don't even remember. I've already forgotten who you was talking about. Was it Jerome Kersey or Kevin Duckworth? Kevin, it's like 10 <laughs> seconds later. Uh, Kevin Duckworth. Uh, yeah, like the two just kind of blend together to me. Like, I yeah. Don't know. Oh, he died of heart failure. Don't everybody die of heart failure at some point, though? Uh, yeah. I don't know if that <laughs> made a heart attack or something. Uh, Probably. Yeah, but uh, man, fucking Kevin Duckworth. I ain't seen that name or heard, heard anybody mention that guy in fucking years. Yeah. But yeah, that was a uh, that was interesting to me just seeing uh seeing those those old battles again and seeing those old players and like I always like hearing hearing the players that were involved like the high level players that were involved in like old school things hearing them talk about it now just because like at that time we didn't have the access to like media shit like we do now like Not at you all. know like Twitter and and uh podcast and players doing interviews all the time like like actual interviews and like you know, for me as a kid, I would I all I saw was the players playing, and then maybe a post game, a quick post game interview. That was pretty much it. So like to hear Charles Barkley talking about like what it was like being out there at that time and his thoughts and all that shit is always real interesting to me. Interesting to me. I really hope that these next two episodes, and I'm pretty sure they will, because the last episode I think closed with them talking about uh, playing Utah in the finals. I would very much like to hear from Carmelo and John Stockton talking about that series, talking about that Jordan's shot the, to win it the with the quote-unquote push-off of, uh, what was it, uh, Byron Russell? Mm-hmm. Like that. Like that. Um, I, want, I, I can't wait till they talk about the flu game. Like, there's still a whole lot I'm, I'm waiting to see. Yeah, they even got to that yet, so that'd be interesting. I was kind of glad that the uh... – the, the Kobe segment was a kind of short one. I didn't really want to want to have to be this long one. I just like, man, that's fucked up. This guy's really fucking gone, dude. Yeah, and you could tell that was very recently recorded. Yeah, like that was, yeah. That was that, not an old interview. Nah, that had to be probably within the last year. Yeah. Uh, no, based on the beard like and it, shit, you know. Yep, I know yeah, based on beard. the facial hair, yep. Yeah. It's like, fuck, man. I just wonder. I don't, he made well, a great point, too, when he was saying that – uh. He doesn't like to hear the comparisons and that he wouldn't have won five without Jordan because Jordan gave him so much info and, like, and, you know, really mentored him. Like, that was a great point because, like, I like that. I like that maturity from his point because, you know, he was probably just as competitive and but still mature enough to not really feed into that kind of shit. Um, so, yeah, it was it was almost like a good it, – it, it was a good – I don't want to say last, uh, last thing from Kobe, but that's how it felt because you know that like, obviously um, that was something that was clearly recorded not too long before he died. So it, um, it felt weird. Like, like he was speaking from the grave or some shit. Like it, it yeah. was, it was kind of weird. Yeah. I, I, and it just sucks, man. Cause he's, I just felt like he would have been a, such a, uh, he would have so many good stories, man. So many, you know, his commentary on just the on just the game would have been so dope to hear over the years. It just sucks, man. So like fuck. Yeah. But yeah, so what we got four episodes left? Is it ten? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean I've been fucking parked on Sundays, man. That's that's all I'm look I look forward to. I've been watching them live because I usually I don't have any other mothers. I don't have any other shows going on during that time. I watch Insecure, but I usually just wait to 
the the last the second one's over, then I just watch it after that. So um, yeah, I'll probably watch one. Uh, I probably won't watch live, um, but I, I might end up watching both episodes on Sunday because Westworld is over. So I'm not gonna have to worry about that. So I might be able to get both episodes in on Sunday. Yeah, my uh, my I'm figuring Mother's Day is not gonna be till nine o'clock at night. So um, yeah, that I'm too. Figuring, <laughs> I'm figuring my mom's probably not gonna be over here that long. So I'll probably get 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 some in uh, at the same time as I've been watching them live. So. <clears throat> well. That's that. Uh, where do we want to go? Mm. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, well, I guess we can start with talking about what's been going on here. Um, that kind of made headlines a little bit. We had um, after uh, maybe like a couple weeks after Trump tweeted "Liberate Michigan," there was a cup. There's now been, I think, two protest at our state capitol and both have been wildly out of control like the first one was like a whole bunch of white dudes went up to the capitol and they were protesting and we talked about that on the podcast whenever that happened how they were up there with guns and all that kind of shit like why are you taking guns and confederate flags to a protest about a stay-at-home order like what does that what does that have to do with anything and then there was a chick who said that she got uh she got uh called nigga and shit like that trying to just trying to walk home and all that kind of craziness and then maybe like a week later they did it again but this time they actually went inside and i'm just like man it's just baffling me dog they could do whatever the fuck they want dog. like there is just a entirely separate set that rules for white people it really is oh it is it's totally a, se- a separate set and it just kills me that there are people that just won't acknowledge that shit you know like just just it's there we see it like white there are white people who can just do whatever the fuck they want to do and we as black people we're fucking still second class citizens when it comes to this shit and that's just the way it is uh i was reading a story about uh um reagan gomez that tweeted the story about her husband being pulled over oh i saw that yeah and just just you know I I don't I I'm like so fucking scared of having to get pulled over by the police. It's like I don't know if I could tell them I'm not getting out my car. Mm, Just yeah. because I don't want any fucking ramifications coming basically me me being shot in the fucking car cuz they think some shit popping off or they could just do it cuz they know for the most part, you know, it's going to get covered up. So, and I'm just like, what the fuck? That shit is just wild to me, dog. Yeah, man. And then, like, when it happened, we we talked about it on the podcast, but, like, there was the, the folks who went up to Rouge and were uh, right after the stay-at-home order, and they were all at Rouge, no mask on, just hanging out, partying, and they got ticketed. And I'm like, man, like, <laughs> that's just – it's like at the time I was like, well, that's what they get. You're supposed to be – you know, you're supposed to be staying at home. It's for, you know, your own safety – and you just like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever. Like that's what you get. You're supposed to get that ticket. And I still agree that they should have gotten ticket. They should have gotten ticketed. But like, man, like, it, if they had been there with signs, would they have? 
could they have not been ticketed then? Because apparently that's the only difference is that I was just about to say if they were if, there if it's not if it's not if the difference right if the if the difference is not that that about race then if they were there with pickets and signs and shit would they have been cool? Probably not. And they certainly wouldn't have been cool if they was up there with AKs and shit <laughs> standing around with AKs strapped to their chest. Man, it's so crazy, dog. Like I don't understand why why white people play by a whole different set of rules and it's okay. Because when I say it's okay, we talk about it and we complain about it and we acknowledge it's fucked up. But nothing happens, nothing changes. No, like nobody cares to the point of actually like changing anything. I'm just waiting for that day, for that day when, and I hope this day comes at some point, and I feel like it has to. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take, probably a couple of generations, but some point when the white people ain't in charge no more. Like, because well, they and, just don't have, I, they don't have the numbers anymore. And, and that's what I was just going to say, you know, it's not going to change until they're, they don't have the numbers. They're not the yeah. people making the decisions to, to let this fuck shit ride, you know. That's that's um, why I said generations. Yeah, it's generations, <laughs> dog. You're right. It's fucking generations, man. I'm gonna be sitting. I'm gonna be sitting in hell, looking up like it's about time. <laughs> man, I it, it would you know it would be dope to see some shit like that happen in our time, our lifetime. But I just I just don't see it, dog. I just don't fucking see it at all. Yeah, so. man. I don't know why, man, but it's like. It seems like no matter what happens, it, it only takes something small for white people to just start to, to for them to just like break out racist shit again. Like it don't even have to do nothing. It don't even have to deal with race at all. It's just like, oh man, I can't go out and get on my boat and golf because of the stay at home order. Fuck this bitch Whitmer. Let's go out here and threaten niggas. Like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> How did this come about? Man. I just, you know, from all of the stories, and we, you know, I guess we have it on um, on our list to talk about uh, the the guy that was killed in Georgia. I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm trying to look at his name, Ahmad Aub- Aubrey, and I was I was on uh, I was reading on uh, Skip's post. Skip, Skip did a post about it, and it was a guy. I didn't commented. see that, but I'm sure there's some trash comments on that post. Oh man, I started commenting on it. It got it was just nuts. And I just told her, I was like, you know what? Facing your replies, I don't even want to talk to you no more. Uh, but it was the one guy, and he's actually he's a guy in one, I think he he might run that cigar cigar cartel group. He's one of those guys. And in short, and I don't it's, it was a long ass post, but in short, he basically said, This is fucked up, but motherfuckers get killed every day, type shit. Skip said that? No, 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 no. The guy that was the, the, the cigar cartel guy. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Skip did a post. was like, this is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Just fucked up. But the guy did a post, and it's, it, it sums up by basically saying, you know, matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to get it right quick. Because in, in short, it was basically like, people, this, shit, this, is, this is bad. They're, they're bad people, but, you know, this shit just happens and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um what do you say? Is that shit just happened to your white ass? Let it be some little, let it be some little fucking redneck white person just going out for a job. Not even a redneck white person. Cause like, look at, let's look at Detroit right now. Like, um, I, I, I sit out in my garage when I'm working a lot. I had a garage door open. There is white folks in my neighborhood and you know, my neighborhood, there's white folks in my neighborhood 
want that's 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 the end of this that's that's the main statement right there just that they exist in my neighborhood is is jaw dropping enough but they be out here like jogging and walking their dogs and shit now if one of these little white ladies and her little yoga pants just going for a jog got pulled up on by two black dudes in a pickup truck and they shot and killed her with white boy on skip's post be like yeah it's fucked up but shit like that happened every day b hell no nah. nah nah so this is what he said he said incidents of this nature involving radicals are vi- are so very few and far between yet wrong make it. I, no i know I, I, yeah i know <laughs> it's all fucked up but let me finish it make uh involving radicals so very few and far between makes it like it's a regular occurrence. This is clearly wrong, and it is no right that takes anyone's life unless their own life is in imminent danger. However, just like the media, many people take these one-off rare occurrences as a chance to further divide people with their ignorant comments or statements. He said a bunch of other shit. But that whole, first first off, I, I, I hate when they want to call shit like this radicals and shit like that. Like, it's like this shit doesn't happen all the fucking time. Like, this shit happens all the fucking time. All the fucking time. You and know, so they step- try to they try to justify. I don't even say justify. That might be the, the wrong word, but they try to make it seem like it, this is not what America is really about. Yeah, and that's going to be the we're very very far away from step one. But step one is going to have to be accepting that that ain't the case. That this isn't radical behavior. Like this is this is behavior that at least it feels like to me is it it might be rare in occurrence given just the number of people that exist in this country but like i don't think it's rare in occurrence it's not as rare as it should be and then also it's something that is becoming more and more frequent not because there are more and more radicals but because there are more and more people who are realizing that they can get away with it and that they can do it and it's okay so like they're being emboldened by trump they're being emboldened by all the people who are doing that shit and getting away with it. And they're being emboldened by the fact that by and large, like they got people who are on their side. Like, it's not like if you are radical, you might have a small group of people who are on your side, but like something like that happened, you're not going to find comments across the board. Like this is fucked up. This is fucked up. You go to any article, any posting on Facebook or Twitter of an article or, or a tweet about something like that happens and you look at the comments or you look at the mentions, it's not going to be a bunch of people that, that are like, oh man, this is fucked up. It's going to be a bunch of white people talking about how it's not that bad or it's okay or maybe the black person shouldn't have been doing this or shouldn't have been doing that. Like, all that reads to me is like, you think the shit cool. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and, and their, their, their silence about shit is just telling that, you know, they, they see this shit like this happens. I've seen a guy, some p- political guy I follow, and he, he does all these posts about certain stuff, and he posted about uh, Amal Aubrey today, and he and it was like three or four likes, and he was just like, see, you must, and he just went off like, fuck all y'all, you know, y'all comment all the other shit, but y'all don't comment on the shit that really fucking matters and shit, man. Yeah, because, man, there are a lot of fucking people out here that do not give two fucks about uh, that boy being fucking gunned down by some people thinking they're trying to make a fucking citizen's arrest for some for they for them thinking he was looking and trying to rob a house or some shit. Like, come the fuck on, dude. 
You know, that's another problem I have. What the fuck is a citizen's arrest? Like, and when I say what the fuck, I know what it is, but I mean, what, what the fuck is that in the sense that like, that's, that's not a thing everybody can do. Like that, that's not, that's not a thing. Like I can't go out and be like, Oh, I saw some shit. So I arrested that nigga. Like, <laughs> no, nah, bro. That's not gonna happen. Like that's a, th- I feel like that's just a white people thing. Like that's that, that don't, that's not a thing. Like period. That's just a thing that, I don't know. I think I think it's a thing that whites granted each other permission to do. <laughs> like that's that's pretty much it. It's a it's a power thing. They always want power to do anything they want to do. Going back to mm-hmm. fucking George Zimmerman, you know, if 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 George Zimmerman would have just been uh, a person that called the police and just said, "Hey, I think someone's doing something," and left it at that. Although they told that motherfucker to stop, and he still went. You know, they. they like if if these two these two this father and son saw um, homeboy doing what they thought he was doing and they fucking called the police. It, well, that shit probably could have ended the same way, honestly. Um, but oh, yeah, you know, um, you you leave it at that. Like, like how do you? I don't know how they're gonna justify running up on a guy <coughs> and with guns and he tries to fight them, but now you shoot him and potentially self-defense. Like, I'm just really curious of how this is going to play out because if a month, if you, if you run up on a person that has not accosted you, has not done shit to you with guns and they are defending themselves. And so you take it upon yourself to shoot them because they're defending themselves, but you started the fucking interaction how do you justify that shit? How do you start some shit and then pull a self-defense and still shoot somebody? Like, what the fuck? You and the should fact, not be able to. No. And the fact that that's been what? I think that happened like a month ago? Uh, or I think more? February, late February, I think. Okay. Yeah. I had heard nothing about it, dog. Nope, me neither. I had heard nothing about it. And I feel like I'm online a lot to be able to... And some shit like, you know, random-ass white people killing black folks, that shit usually gets news, hits the news, you know, pretty fucking fast. Yeah. I had heard nothing about that. But I just... It, the, for the simple fact that we had to actually have a video come out for uh, for him to be believed that he didn't do anything wrong is telling and the fact that they're not even they're not even fucking charged. Yeah, I mean, um, on my side of things, man, I've decided I'm never going to stop talking about it or bringing attention to it or slandering white people's behavior. And if I got white friends on Facebook who don't like it, they can unfriend me. If I got black friends who are just tired of me talking about it, they can unfriend me. But like, I'm man, I'm not going to stop talking about it, dog, because like something's got to happen. And if that's all I can do is spread awareness, then that's what I'm going to do. And if me spreading awareness in an inflammatory way is going to get people talking about it, that's fine too. But I'm not even going to pretend like it's a strategy. It's not a strategy. I'm mad as fuck. And I'm sick of being here. I'm sick of white people. I'm sick of this country. Like, and I'm, I'm just going to be mad about it. And it is what it is. And I feel like I should not be alone in my anger with it. And I really get tired of seeing, and like, there's a very small part of me that gets it, but most of the time it irritates me. It's people who are like, I don't want to see these videos. Uh, this is not bringing awareness to nothing and all this kind of shit. Like, I don't like this idea of like, I'm just going to put my fingers in my ears and close my eyes and maybe the shit will go away. Like, I, I, like this is happening all the time, but um, it makes me sad. So I'm just going to ignore it and pretend like it's not happening. 
Like, man, ain't nothing going to get done like that. And to me, that's just such pussy behavior to when you can see people who look like you getting killed by white people for no reason. White people don't care and sometimes celebrate it. And it just keeps happening. And everybody is just pretending like, like it's fine. And you just be like, I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see that shit. Like, okay, well, fine. Don't see that shit. And then when it happens to you, will you are you going to care then if people don't want to see that shit? No, you're going to want people to come. You don't want people going on Twitter and trying to get justice for you. But you sitting here acting like, oh, I don't want to see that shit. It hurts my feelings. It makes me sad. Like, man, stop being a pussy and try to actually do something and try to help out and stop being scared. Because, like, you keep doing this cowardly shit and nothing's going to happen if people just want to close their eyes and pretend like the shit ain't going on. And that's, man, that shit get on my nerves. And it, all it does is make me want to share it more. Like, I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep retweeting the videos I see. I'm going to keep posting the articles on Facebook. I'm going to keep talking shit about white people being fucking garbage until white people stop being fucking garbage. And since that ain't going to happen in my lifetime, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to keep talking about the shit. I'm going to keep dragging white people as hard as I can, probably even harder than I have been up to this point. Cause I'm just like, well, if I, if I post a video five years ago, of oh I don't know how long ago, how long ago it was with Trayvon Martin, but let's just say five years ago, it sounds about right. And say it's something like, yeah, you know, um, this is fucked up. This has happened to Trayvon Martin. Like George Zimmerman shouldn't have been able to do that. He should be arrested. Blah blah blah. blah. And just keep it kind of like like a casual story. Nah, fuck that. I'm gonna be on some. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on some other shit going forward. <laughs> That's why if you look at my Facebook feed right now, anything I posted having to do with uh, white people being trash, I don't. I don't shy away from the white people being trash narrative. <laughs> like, like that's the, that's the message I'm trying to send because at this point, like them motherfuckers are like a virus. Like they just like go into spaces, infect everything with uh, racism, uh, murder, hatred, uh, idiocy, like all kinds of shit. And then they just spread it and infect it and kill off enough black people until they own it. And that's what they've been doing since they came to this country and somebody got to somebody got to say something and start trying to do something. And I don't know where to go to, but I'm going to try to play my part because I'm man, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. Uh, like I, I thought I was sick of it five years ago, <laughs> man, like my anger on this shit is on a whole, entirely different level now. Like, I'm just so tired of this shit. Uh, like yeah. the post I saw, like just even even little shit like like um, I put in the topics. Did you see LeBron tweeted about it? No, I didn't. I like LeBron tweeted that. about it. So LeBron tweeted about it. It wasn't that long ago. It was like maybe like a couple hours ago. Like LeBron tweeted about it. And I clicked on the tweet because I wasn't even trying to see the responses. But like his tweet was too long for the original tweet. So we had another one. So I got I clicked on it so I could see the other tweet. And then all the replies were beneath it. And it's a whole bunch of white people that are like, like oh, well, the tweet said something like, Oh, this happens to us all the time and blah, 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 blah. He like, like looped himself in, which I mean, he can do cause he black and a whole bunch of white people in his mentions like, Oh, they doing this to you, you and your $25 million house. Like, like somehow his richness makes him less black or his richness makes him less qualified to speak on what's happening to black people. If anything, it makes him more qualified because he has a bazillion fucking Twitter followers so and people listen to him so it makes him more qualified to talk about but they acting like oh man you rich you ain't got nothing to worry about no uh 
let LeBron run across a police officer who don't know who he is. <laughs> like, that ain't going to make no difference. Now, granted, that's probably not going to happen because the nigga big as fuck. But still, it don't have to be LeBron. It could be and, – and it happened. That happened to the uh, – who was that one player who got uh, – there was some player in some sport who, uh, who got, like, uh, arrested and kind of, like, beat up by the cops, and they didn't realize he was an athlete. Oh, it was, uh, it was a player for the Knicks. They broke his leg or some stupid shit. Yeah, it was something fucked up. So, like, yeah, it might not be LeBron, but it could be another player who's uh, also rich, but and Fuck. but maybe, it, like, normal-sized it, it, it and be, not it recognizable. Be, it could be LeBron's son. He mm-hmm. go running through the fucking neighborhood. Nobody know who the fuck he is. Yeah, it could be an NFL, you know, an NFL player, because, like, a lot, of t- a lot of them dudes wear helmets and – uh, you know, you don't see their faces all the time. You know, a, a you know a wide receiver or something like that who might be, you know, built like just like anybody else. You know, you see a a tight end or something like that. Maybe not somebody like Gronk, but like you know, a, maybe like a smaller player or something like a uh, Golden Tate. Golden Tate. You see, a police officer could pull over, ain't gonna pull over Golden Tate and be like, oh shit, that's Golden Tate. Let me let him go. Nah, and Golden Tate got, know the got fuck money. He looks like. <laughs> Yeah, and go and take a normal sized dude. So, like, man, you can have somebody like that. Like, it don't make like LeBron's richness doesn't change the fact that he's black, and it doesn't make him any less part of the struggle either. Because, like, even if, even if he's isolated, like you said, his son might not be isolated, his wife might not be isolated, his parents might not be isolated, extended family might not be isolated. Like that can happen to anybody, man. So, and that and they know that. But like the point is that white people just don't don't think that there's anything wrong with anything that they do because they think that they'd be able to do whatever the fuck they want. So they they'll pull whatever reason out of their ass to to justify why something should be okay that they did. And man, I'm so sick of it, dog. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot, man. And I'm I'm with you with it too. I, I I'm I am I. I White white people like that are aren't aren't going to change. I mean, I'm very you know it's very very grateful for the few allies that we have with all this, but it's not enough. Very very by no fucking means. No, it's not. And those who are, um, those who actually don't fall into that group of people who behave like that, they need to be more vocal too. Like you can't just be a silent supporter. Because it's your people that are just trying to scorch the earth of anything other than people who look like them. And shit, I mean, it's 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 fucked up when you find a black person who who goes against uh, shit and just black facing and shit. Like I just seen, I seen somebody talking about Jason Whitlock. Now I know Jason Whitlock is a piece of shit, so. I didn't know what he did for someone to come up today. I mean, I know he does a lot of fuck shit, but I clicked his name and then sure as shit, I guess they're talking about it because he retweeted uh, LeBron James's tweet and he said, this isn't helpful. This is Twitter troll. This is him talking to about LeBron and his tweet. This isn't helpful. This is Twitter trolling. It's using a man's tragedy to build a brand as more outspoken than Michael Jordan. There are all kinds of ways to draw attention to this tragedy, suggesting that we are hunted every day, every time it's just shit stirring. No, motherfucker. It's the truth, you asshole. Man. I mean, I don't expect a lot from, I don't expect a lot from white people. So when I do find allies in this whole thing, 
it's not expected, but I'm grateful and thankful for it. But when I see black people just do this shit, it's just it's just fucking disappointing, dog. And the thing is, he that's the pot calling the kettle black. Jason Whitlock is the fucking troll. Jason Whitlock is the one that's playing a buffoon ass character on social media. He could have not said shit. Like, or he could just be an actual regular human being with a semi-functioning brain and realize that people who look like him are getting mowed down and nothing's happened about it. But that's not who he is. That's not his fucking character. So his character is to be a fucking Uncle Tom-ass coon. So that's what he has to do. So he's the one that's promoting his brand. Like, and if, if LeBron's doing the same thing, and he probably is, because you remember how he was with Tamir Rice and shit. Like, LeBron, maybe LeBron's just smartened up and realized that, like, this is something I should be doing. Maybe he's trying to paint himself in a way different from Michael Jordan. Either way, no matter what he's doing, at least what he's doing is positive, unlike yeah, what Jason I mean, Whitlock's doing. I, 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 was, I was mad at, uh, at LeBron for years for that shit about uh, Tamir Rice and not, you know, taking more of a, a better approach to that. But, I mean, until I'm proven different, I, I feel like, you know, he's probably grown since then. And I LeBron doesn't need fucking advertising. I mean, he he's uh the best fucking player on the on on the earth right now in basketball and you know his brand is strong as fuck. So, him tweeting about a tragedy, I I seriously doubt it's for fucking internet clout or whatever. Right. You know, so, you know, that's just preposterous to even think some and th- like if if he had a history of just doing fuck shit over and over again, like you know, I I I still like I say, uh, thought that he, you know, felt that he totally you know handled that shit wrong, but I don't I I I don't see him making that same mistake again. And, you know, I mean, shit. Well, but Whitlock, but Whitlock, he's definitely. He's definitely trolling. He's definitely building his whole ass brand of not giving a fuck about the people that the same people that look like him. Yeah, man, I can't get over that, dog. Like, how can you be black and see this happening and and be on any other side other than the same side as all of us? Like, I don't understand how you can be black and take take a different viewpoint to that. Even if LeBron is doing it for the wrong reasons, I still would rather have someone who is. I don't know, arguably the most famous black man in the world. I'd rather have him using that, that power and that level of uh, access to be able to bring attention to something that's important. Even if it's for the wrong reasons, I'll take it. So like, I'm not going to insult LeBron over that shit, but like I said, Jason Whitlock, there, that's, there's someone who does have a brand that he's trying to build and that brand is absolutely, I'm a black ass coon. So, um, and he, he, he's, he builds his brand very well. Cause there's no doubt that he is a complete and total piece of shit. Like he could have very well, like you said, one, not say it's fucking shit at all, or just agree with the shit and just move forward. Like, dude, but, oh, man, I don't know. It's, I, I hate that guy <laughs> so fucking much. <laughs> Man, it just I just I just hate to see black people pull pull shit like that. And like that yeah. or the, at that point I just I'm just really dis like like I say I white people doing the fuck shit they do, you know, it's fucked up, but I expect it, you know, but I it's just it's disappointing to see black people like that. Way disappointing, man. Like god damn. 
Yeah, I, I don't understand what like what's in it for you. Like, what do you gain from this? From 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 uh, trying to drag down LeBron James to continue to prove that you are the ultimate piece of shit. Like, uh, like like how, how is that your way of 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 promoting yourself and and keeping your name out there? How do you sleep at night doing shit like that? Cause he has to know he's wrong. Like I feel like th- I feel like he's literally trolling. Like there's no way. He, like he can't possibly believe that. Like is he that stupid that he believes that? Like I mean, he, and he might be, but like I, I don't know, man. Some of these people are. I don't know how they sleep at night, being like that. And it's like I think it. I, so is is we like on ESPN or one of them? Is he ESPN? I can't remember if he's ESPN or not. But I, I don't know. He 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 lives on the side to make the white man happy. Um, like, uh, what's the what's the homegirl from Michigan who she doesn't she's not with uh, Jamil Hill, you know she 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 spoke her mind about shit about Trump and all kind of shit and ultimately ESPN didn't want that shit that they play so they pretty much got rid of her, um, and I applauded her for putting her fucking career on the line to actually say shit that really fucking mattered and shit. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker, it's just, it's just, he, he reminds me of uh, Samuel's uh, character in Django. Was that Django? <laughs> yeah, that was <Yeah>. Django. <laughs> oh, man, just, like I say, just a fucking black-ass coon, boy. I swear to fucking God. Man, so disappointing, dog. Uh. Yeah, it's, it's really, dis- really disappointing. Um, and, did just, and I hadn't seen his tweet. I just, like I say, I seen some people talking about him, so I know he did some fuck shit. And then when I clicked his uh his profile, first fucking tweet I see is him trying to blast LeBron. Like, come the fuck on, dude. LeBron yeah. really can't win, man. It's like if he don't say shit, he gets dragged. If he does say shit, he gets dragged. Like, ah, damn, man. Do you think do you think that was the reason, you know, that uh that Jordan stayed out of like the the political shit? Like he talked in the episode about you know, they wanted him to support that one black candidate. It was the Senate or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one black candidate. And, you know, he decided not to, although he said he donated to his campaign or something, but he didn't like publicly, you know, uh, support him. Do you think it was one of those situations where he just didn't, he felt like you damn, if you do damn, if you don't, or he was just selfish. Cause I feel like he was mostly just selfish. and didn't give a fuck about any of that shit. Yeah, no, I think he just didn't care. He's probably, I think Jordan is centrally focused on his Jordan. success. Well, yeah, that, but yeah, his success. He's just thinking about his basketball. He's just thinking about acquiring as many accolades and trophies and, and accomplishments as he possibly can, which is fine. And again, we have to remember, like we were children, but at the end of the day, Michael Jordan's still young. Like Michael Jordan was, you know, younger than we are now like at that time. So like he probably didn't know what the fuck was going on either. And then also he doesn't have, he didn't have to face the repercussions that these players do today just because they're not as accessible. Like I was saying earlier, like we don't, we didn't see as much of the players outside of like a post game interview like we do right now. So like Michael Jordan, if Michael Jordan went on TV and was like, man, it's fucked up what happens to this, this uh, black kid that got shot or something like that. He's not gonna have to deal with uh, 80 million Twitter mentions and like all the kind of craziness and all that kind of shit because he'll just fucking go home and then it's over. Like, or maybe maybe he gets asked about it again at the next game or something like that. 
but like if he had to if if he had to deal with it now if he lived in this day and age and he still didn't do it then it's a different conversation because then he's like okay we know we know how this kind of thing plays out yeah. I, I wonder what he thought about you know in the era where you know, like niggas were straight getting killed for fucking jordan and shit like I don't, I don't, I don't recall hearing anything about him, like as far as his comments and shit uh, and stuff like that. But I know he's pretty much kept a, you know, a, a, a his approach has been kind of hands off with anything regarding that shit. I feel like it probably would have been more publicized if he actually kind of gave a fuck and said some shit. Yeah, would have been as, nice. As we've seen though, you know, Jordan cares about Jordan. He would throw everybody else under the bus. You know, he was he was mad at fucking Pippen. For, for not coming back after injury, but he went, he, he, he didn't go to them saying, Hey, I'll give him a little of my contract money to make his shit better or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? He, he was just off. He was off of him. You know, yeah. when they, when they talking about that book that came out, he, he was like, yeah, it was horse. <laughs> like, God damn. Man, dog, that shit took me out, man. <laughs> I was like, bro, this nigga took snitching to a whole new level, bro. Like, man, like, like, man. <laughs> like, that's just wild to me, though. Like, that you know you the guy. Like, you're Jordan. Like, you know who you are. You just go throw away the lesser, no- throw on the lesser known guy under the bus like that. Like, yeah, it was Horace Grant. Like, that nigga's just expendable. <laughs> like, because like, he's Horace Grant. Right. Like, he just chose somebody that was expendable. Like, it could have been Scotty, but he wouldn't have said Scotty because Scotty's not expendable. <laughs> like, that's fucking Horace Grant. I always thought he was soft anyway. Fuck him. Right. That it, and the way the, the way Horace kind of carried himself, he probably did. But I'm just, <laughs> but that's not the point. <laughs> he probably did. Man, he's such a cornball dog. Like, Bruh, he is like, such a cornball. That one clip too, where um after he went to Orlando and they were playing the playoffs and they were all talking before the opening tip, and um they were like talking like Scotty and Jordan were like talking shit to him. And then Jordan says something like, the referee came up and said something like, oh, y'all know each other? Like, joking. And then uh, Jordan says something like, oh, yeah, we usually see him in the playoffs, but I don't know about this year. And then, like, <laughs> and then, like Horace Grant did, like, those, like, fake little belly punches. Like, <laughs> like you're so funny. <laughs> fake punch. I'm like, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. roasting you, and you're just like, oh, give me some more, pal. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, he was a softie. He, he, it wasn't much he could do anyway. That was the most he could do. <laughs> Straight softy. <laughs> Boy, I don't know how I, that would have been. You, you might have, you might get a, a jab to the kidney for that one or something. Shit. And then come on TV thirty years later talking about the pisses was bitches. He probably he probably said it and then was like, "Cut." Are any of them here right now? Right, they're they're not around, are they? Like, what I see them anytime soon? Like, <laughs> guarantee. Guarantee Rick Mahorn was watching that shit like he better not ever step his bitch ass to Detroit again. <laughs> he better never come here. I'm Bro, fuck listen, him up. there's no plans for Horace Grant to grace the presence of Detroit no time fucking soon. Man, I, I could definitely see that shit happening though, dog. Like, if he's it, not going to be in public. Be funny. He's not going to be in public. He's coming nowhere. I don't know where Horace Grant lives at, but I'll tell you one thing Detroit is not on his uh, radar places. No, hell no. <laughs> You never, but wherever he lived might be on Rick Mahorn's radar. He gonna waddle his ass right up to that nigga front door <laughs> and fall the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, still Boy, beat his ass. Yeah, he still beat him with his bad back and his out of shape ass. He be looking bad at them games too, man. 
Yeah. Like he just in a constant state of hurt. <laughs> yeah, man. Poor Rick Mahorn, bro. He gonna be he gonna be uh needing a cane or something soon. Shit. I remember was it I think I went to a game with you, I think. Uh I think it was maybe you out uh when it was at the, the one of the last games at the palace. I remember seeing him out and I was just like, dog, he like he's about to fall the fuck out. <laughs> man, he is fucking huge. Yeah, that guy, he got that 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 walk like he's dragging his leg and shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He, like, he just, uh, he looking hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, he, he walked like the usher in the church. Right, right, right. <laughs> <It's> that shuffle. <laughs> he just missing the white gloves and shit. Yeah, he just put his finger up walking across, uh, <laughs> walking you know, across I, the pulpit. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I just funny, I just, I forgot that uh, Horace Grant had a twin. Harvey oh, Grant. Oh, yeah, Harvey Grant. Yeah, he played for uh, Washington, I think. I believe so. Yeah. Man, I totally forgot about that guy. I, I did, too, until you said it. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, fuck-ass Harvey Grant, the even cornier. Yeah. <laughs> the even cornier Grant brother. Yeah, he was even – yeah, because I think he played for, like, the – he played for the Bullets, right? Or the Washington yeah, Bullets? Yeah, yeah, watch the Bullets, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, my memory is so fucking weird, dude. Like, it really is. Like, just randomly, oh, I remember he had a twin brother, Harvey Grant. He played for Washington. Like, why do I remember that? But, like, there are large blocks of my life that just I cannot pull in from my memory at all. And people be like, hey, do you remember we went to that one place or whatever? I'm like, nah, I don't remember that shit. <laughs> a lot of it, to me, it ended up being just, you know, points of, of reference. And then I started remembering shit. Like, there's no way I probably would have thought about Horace Grant having a twin. I told, That was just not on my radar of thinking. It wasn't until I was scrolling. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Like. I think my brain works well with remembering a whole lot of, like, factoids. Mm-hmm. But my memories of things are poor. Like, memories of, like, events or places I've been. That stuff is really hard for me to remember. But I can remember, like, meaningless stats or factoids or just information, just not visual cues, I guess. I re- and then, like, with people, man, I, I fuck up people's names so fucking much. I can see somebody's face like, oh, I re- recall them. And then I just won't remember their name shit. I know I've done that many a time through the goddamn podcast of trying to remember someone's fucking name. And um, that's probably why when I watch movies now, I'm all, I, I just have the captions on forever now. Yeah, it, helps buddy. Me re- it helps me remember fucking people's names and shit. Because I'll be what's the name in it all, all fucking day. But... Yeah, that's I just keep the captions on and shit. So Oh hell yeah. That's my the, I, I don't watch TV any other way. Yeah, I just turned it on and that just shit is there. And it was kind of irritating because I was watching the last dance. It was the, the caption was over some of the stuff they were like captioning and shit. Like mm-hmm. the show was captioning, so I couldn't <laughs> see it if, you know what I'm saying. But that's like, man, that's that's my way of life now. Yeah, I don't watch live shows with captions because that's kind of weird because it always be fucked up or way behind. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to manage. And then anything where, um, where, like you said, I feel like it might block something, but that's pretty rare. So Yeah, this is a rare. I, I, I can't remember. I can't recall anything that doesn't happen that's, that, that actually happened other than watching uh, The Last Dance recently. So Yeah, or, or sometimes I might turn them off so that I'm not spoiled, if that makes sense. Like, um, okay, like, if I'm watching, like, Jesus and Mero, I'll turn the oh, captions yeah, off. yeah, yeah, I got you. Because yeah. I kind of, like, when I hear, like, the jokes as they fly, because, like, it's, the dialogue is not important. Like, you're watching a scripted drama, you need, to, you need to be certain of what they're saying. 
but you just watching niggas crack jokes. You don't need cla- captions on for that. And then I don't want to see the joke on the screen before they say it. And that's so, what normally happens. It ended up showing yeah. the whole thing while they're talking. Oh, fuck, I didn't see the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I've had that happen a few times on some shit like, fuck. So. But yep, so uh, that's that. Uh, you got anything else? No, nah, man, we can wrap it up. All right, well, as always, uh, you email us. We haven't had any feedback lately. You need to actually think it's why they don't want to talk to us and shit. Um, <laughs> e- yeah. e- email us at... Uh, what up, though? Podcast at Gmail or our Twitter at What up, though? Podcast. And uh, yeah, six years, still not famous. Um, <laughs> and on, on that note, I guess we'll uh, see y'all next week. It's uh, it's coming. It'll happen. Yeah, one day. It'll be it'll be in a bad way though. It'll be something I said is fucked up, and then I start trending on Twitter for the wrong reasons. That's what's gonna happen. Well, you know, <laughs> if it gets some plays, you know, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. So 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 am I. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm fine with that. Uh, Peace. Peace.